welcome to episode 69 of We Have Issues. <laughs> Steven decided to get spicy for this episode, and I can't explain it. <laughs> so, so, I just want everyone to know, I just want everyone to know that I did not put this hat on because it's episode 69, and I literally just yeah, grabbed it. I'll have everyone know, right before I hit record, Steven was like, it's episode 69, baby, I gotta, gotta, bring, it, gotta bring the heat. I was like, oh, yeah, do you, do you, Steven? He was like, I do. Yeah, um, bring in that Darkwing Dirk, if you know what I'm talking about. Okay, you're hitting us high and low, Steven, same time. <laughs> high and low, just, just you can't, you're, you're coming and we're going. Hello, I'm Anthony. And I'm Stevie Wildcard. <laughs> I can't even, I can't even, I can't even take my, like, like, just seeing, like, the little image of the purple hat. Like, I can't even, I literally can't even. And, like, I was singing, I was, like, playing, like, some deer hunter yeah. before, like, we got on, so that's where my voice is all, like, Sounding like crap right now. No, I think what you mean is like sultry and smooth. You sound, <laughs> oh, you sound like you baby. have a, a wallet that full of money that shouldn't belong to you. <laughs> what I'm saying, Stephen, is that your pimp hand is strong, and I appreciate it. But every week, Stephen Wildcard and I get together, and we do our best to just pimp out our problems <laughs> to other people. Stephen, what are you doing to me? My brain is. Broke. I don't know, man. <laughs> Steven, I, I, okay. The, the crazy coincidence, uh, coincidence of this being episode 69 and me just randomly putting this hat on though. I, like, I need people to understand that Anthony just made a joke. I really did not plan this hat at all. Like it was just near me. It was it was near Leonardo and, and Rocksteady over here. And I grabbed it and I put it on because I didn't like the way my hair was parted. And this is what we're doing now. I'm just... <laughs> Every week, this is what Steven looks like. If you've never seen our podcast before, this is my best friend. Uh, I was like, who should I start a podcast with? And someone was like, is it going to be a video podcast? I was like, yeah. And they were like, oh, Steven, he does the hat thing, remember? I was like, oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> so every I believe week, they call him uh, a, a, a pimp named Wildcard is what they call him in the streets. And yes, you do have to say a pimp named every single time. <laughs> uh, but yes, every week, a pimp named Wildcard and I get together and we do our best <laughs> to just get rid of all of our issues, get rid of all of our problems, or at least talk about them and figure out how to get something done in the world. Uh, most recently, we've been making as many comic books as we could possibly make, Stephen. We made a semi-autobiographical time travel graphic novel musical, and it freaking did awesome. Now we're working on a fantastical, supernatural, golem, coming-of-age, young adult, uh, dark fantasy book that's really coming together. It's called Deathless, and dude, I'm excited as heck for it. Every week we have some sort of plan on what we're going to do, and we talk about it a little in the beginning, a little in the end, and in the middle is a bunch of nonsense. But for now, Stephen... <laughs> Steven, how did you do this week? So this week was obviously a busy week. So we did kind of aim low and I did finish page five. So I got page five completely done right here. So there, there's page five. I and like then, your, your whip sound for your, your pimp character. Yeah, it? did you see that? Yeah, that was a pretty good sound effect. Oh yes, I had a success this week. Awesome. Um, dude, I also succeeded. I got all of my writing done. I felt super good about it. Like, I, I think it all, it's coming together really well. Like, I think the comic's gonna be amazing. I'm gonna give you so much stuff to draw that it's going to take you forever. Um, I can't wait. I complicated the pages a little. <laughs> you see me pushing the boundaries on these early pages. So you're just like, I'm just going to keep stretching this stretch arm strong. Yeah, and I'm going to see how far you can go. Because, you know, I wasn't expecting page two. And then page two came. So now I'm going to see how far I can push this guy. That's exactly what's going to happen, Stephen. And it's, it's <laughs> your hero's journey is going to just be stretching until you can't stretch any more. And then snapping back. And you're going to be you again. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be amazing. Mm -hmm. And at no point will you rip or break 
or hate me. <laughs> um, no, dude. So yeah, I got my writing done. You got your stuff done. I feel really good about it. Your page looks amazing. It says so much about a book when a page of just a bunch of people sitting around is intriguing and like makes you want to read the book you know like that's like you do you did a really good job with such a simple page it's like it's mostly just characters standing around or sitting around doing very little you know um mm -hmm. but there's a lot of character going on in those pages like if you look you can see something about all the characters like you know they they they're all very strong individuals what i'm saying steven is i have a crush on those girls that you're drawing steven <laughs> i am ems looking really them. good yeah, I, uh, yeah, okay. I didn't want to, I wasn't going to specify, but I feel like both of us are crushing on M and it's going to get dirty. Like, like it's <laughs> not great. Um, as, like, it is weird. It is weird that I was like, like, I came up with this character and I was like, yeah, she's going to be hot. And I gave him to Steven and he was like, look at this beautiful person I drew. And I was like, Steven, I think I'm in love now. I think I'm in love. Yeah, so Steven and I are dating a character together. <laughs> it's, 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 we're a thruple. M, Steven, and I. <laughs> uh, no, so so yeah, dude. It's it's looking it's looking really cool. Uh, like you said, though, Christmas was super busy. Like I've been so busy this week and kind of stressed out, but like in a good, like not in a bad way. I didn't. I I did a pretty good job this this year with Christmas of like getting all my gifts on time and like not feeling like overwhelmed or anything. All the like, things that are usually chaotic on Christmas. Yeah, yeah all the things that are usually chaotic. I kind of I was just like no, I got this, you know? And like, I, I got all my stuff wrapped on in time. Like it was, it was all fine. You know, I wasn't like a last minute, I'm up till 3 a.m. And then like, you know, I was just good. And I was, it was, it was a really nice Christmas. Um, Atlas had so much fun. So dude, okay, okay. How was the, did you get, did you get the girls a bunch of random stuff on Christmas? Did you get anything you had to build, Steven? Did you accidentally buy anything or did any? No. Okay. Although, although the, their aunt and uncle got them a blow up like a bounce house that I just have to set up at some point, but yeah, they got them a bounce house. Okay. Like a four, like a four kid bounce house from my backyard just to, wow. just to cause me problems. Yeah. Okay. So uh, similarly, I mean, not, not as uh, bouncy, but like similarly, my, my brother, my, my son's uncle got him something that had to be constructed. Uh, so my son, you know, looks at me on Christmas day and he's like, Hey, I, there's this hot wheels track that uncle CJ bought me. Can you build this for me? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Like I got it's, this. It's not a Lego. It's not like Lego set. I'm not gonna sit there with these tiny pieces. I sat there with tiny pieces for like an hour, Steven. Because it wasn't just it wasn't just a couple tracks. Like what I was imagining was, oh, it's a couple tracks you snap together and it goes into like a dragon's mouth. No, it's like a whole garage with all these like spirals. Oh my gosh. It has like mechanical elements and all this stuff, and it shoots up and all this stuff. So it's so I'm looking at this thing and it was like, the, it was like Ikea from hell. It was like, like I killed you. It was like, it was the worst. It was the worst. Um, <laughs> I'm sitting there on Christmas and like, and you know, and you know what's worse is like when you're trying to figure something stupid out and you're already having trouble, but then other people are coming around like, you need help with that bud. And it's like, go look at, you look at this. And they look at it and they're like, I don't want to do that. But look at, look at this 142 step thing I have to build. Yeah, That's so then it's like, like, you can't, like, as much as I appreciate the intention, you can't come in at step 67 and think that you're gonna help or get any medals here. Like, I you don't even You don't even recognize the track pieces at this point. Get the hell out of here. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> here. You are of no help them. to me. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah, so it's like, I named every piece. I knew where they were. I knew what was going on. I just didn't know what I was doing, Steven. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, no, but, but I, so I eventually get this thing together and then find out that we don't have the appropriate batteries for this thing. 
in the house because they're D batteries and I just don't have those because I, nothing in my house carries those batteries. So I'm like, what are and my son's like, can we go and get some? And I'm like, I refuse to do, go anywhere on Christmas. I won't do it. I refuse. I'm sorry. Like, I can't, I can't be that person. I'm not going to go to the store and justify someone else having to work you know, and like, even though not everyone celebrates there, Christmas, yeah. it still feels like, nah, I don't, I don't want to be that person. Um, next day I was like, I, I got it. I'm going right away. Don't worry. We're going to the store. So we go to the store, get the batteries, put the batteries in. As soon as we put, we put the car in only one car works on this freaking track. It's a track. It's supposed to be hot wheels. So it's interchangeable. So it's supposed to spin like this, is what, like it shoots a car up and it's supposed to spin down the track and then shoot the car up again. It's like a perpetual motion machine of awesomeness. As long as the batteries are running, you know, Steven, Every car that is not the car that came that it came with is a death machine. Like <laughs> it's put, a bullet. <laughs> it's a bullet. You put the car, and you can't even tell where it's gonna where it will fail enough to attack you. You know, so it'll just spin and just hit a wall. It'll spin. Like I broke. We broke Hot Wheels. What? How do you break Hot Wheels? So, I, so they're, they're they're pieces of metal. How yeah, dude. So it was it was this whole mess. It was it was crazy. But otherwise, Christmas went really well. Uh, I learned about I learned a little about myself, Stephen, and I'm pretty proud. And I like and I'm I, I, I like I, I I argue with myself about talking about this stuff because it's like anything else. Like you know when you ever stop to help someone push their car, and you're like, that was a good mm -hmm. deed. Like you acknowledge it as a good deed. And you're like, I know that was a good deed. I don't need to tell anyone about this. It was a good thing. That person knows yeah. what, what happened. I know what happened. I did what was supposed to be done. End of transaction. You know, like human yeah. interaction. We don't need it. to bring. We don't need to bring computer and keyboard into this. No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I miss Mitch, Mitch Hedberg. I um, but Steven, so like, I don't like to like brag about like good things I've done or good things I've like felt or like you know like choices or like, but 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 I learned something about myself and I was like. I'm glad this was my response because I know like a couple of years ago, I probably would have been a different human. Like I don't Okay. So I'll tell you what happened. Christmas morning comes, right? And like a child, I'm excited to watch my child open presents. I'm like, yeah, get them. Like, Oh, this is so much fun. Handing presents. But I'm also wondering as an adult person, is there anything under this tree for me? Right? So I'm like, my parents put some stuff <laughs> under there. So my parents put some stuff under there for, for my brother. And for my brother's girlfriend, there's a whole pile, like, like like a Mount Rushmore of presents just for my brother and his girlfriend and their baby. And I'm like, there, there's this Mount Rushmore over there. Awesome. Seems indicative of a situation in which I might be opening at least a present or two. You know, so I'm like, I'm like, here we go. I'm like, I'm gonna, I might get one. I might get one. Like, I'm not. If, not if, Sie if Siege gets a mountain, I, I will probably at least get a molehill, right? Like, that's what's going to happen here. That has to be the fair trade. And that's all I want is all I want is a molehill. Just give me, you know. So, so, so I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here and like, they got a few things for Atlas. And I was like, oh, okay. I see what's going on. Like, they, he gets all the stuff. So it's like, maybe, maybe they, they just spent all the money on, you know, like everything they had to spend, they gave it on to him. And I was like, but why did CJ get, okay. So they're like, here, this is for you. And I was like, oh yes, I got one, I got one. You know, and I opened it up and I was like, socks, I got socks. <laughs> and I was like, I like socks and there's socks I'll wear, you know, like they got me Punisher socks. And I was like, I like it. I like Marvel. I, I love the Punisher, like socks. I got it. Yes. Um, then I opened up another one. I was like, yes, I got two. And then I was like, more socks. <laughs> so i was like so did this. they like did they miss hear like the lmfao song from the you know late 2000s and it was like socks socks so so okay okay so i'm like maybe that was it 
they know I'm, I'm an adult person. I don't know to what extent anyone ever is going to give me anything. So I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's it. So they, they break out, Steven, a box that's yay big. Oh, man. And they hand it to me. And I look at it. And I'm like, cool. I got, I got, I got, I got it. Three presents. And I open it up, Steven. You know what it is, Steven? It's a toaster. Oh, I, I bet. I... No, it isn't. It's a toaster. Again? I know. So for those of you who don't know, no, no, no. Here's Again? Here's the toaster sequel? They brought back the toaster? Okay, okay. Did so, they know what they were doing? No, they didn't, Steven. Oh okay, they didn't. They didn't. Okay, they are just such consistent characters. So for those of you who don't know, when I was a child, my parents thought it would be funny to buy themselves a toaster around Christmas time and, and wrap it up and give it to me. Um, so I got it and I put it in my room <laughs> and I used the toaster in my room for a while. And I, and then, I, you know, over time I was like, all right, this is getting a little gross. And I brought it to the kitchen, but it was mine for a while. I like, for a while I was like, spitefully, <laughs> like, this is my freaking toaster. Um, this time I was like, I don't have any room in my room for a toaster. What do I do? What do I do? Like, I can't spite you. Um, but I was like, okay, so, so they got... They got everyone a toaster. They got they essentially got themselves a toaster, and they got me two pairs of socks, like two two sets of socks. <laughs> and like so, so I'm looking. So so I'm holding my my socks and my toaster, and I'm looking at my brother's presents, which is like 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 growing by the second. Like as I'm looking at it, it's just like ah, it's like all right, like I can see a car under the tree. I can see you know, it's like all, all the stuff I've ever it's wanted. Like a hockey stick, like wrapped as a hockey stick. <laughs> so he probably doesn't care about hockey. I don't know. For some reason, like a lot of Christmas movies had hockey sticks wrapped. wrapped. I don't know why that was just a thing in the 90s, but. So, so dude, so like I'm looking at all this stuff and I'm just like, you know what? And I look at the, and I look and not, there's nothing left. There's nothing left. It's just stuff for my brother, stuff for his girlfriend, stuff for their kid. We're all done. And I'm like, you know what? I'm fine. I was like, I don't need anything. I was like, I. I didn't need anything and I'd like, I'm actually like, I'm thankful I got anything. I didn't expect, like, not that I expected to get nothing, but I didn't have any expectations. I wasn't like, oh, they better get me this or anything, you know? So I was like, I got to open three things. I get to keep at least two of them. That's <laughs> you know? um, I was like, mom and dad are getting some socks as I'm keeping the toaster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I re-gift those puncher socks to my mom. You're a big fan of Frank Castle, mom, shit. But, but like inside, I was just like, yeah, like like Atlas had a really good Christmas. He's happy with everything that we all got him. Like he got so much stuff. He's a, he's just like the happiest kid in the world. He's loving his Christmas. And I'm looking at him and I'm looking at my socks. And I'm just looking at my looking at my parents and I was like, felt good. It just felt like Christmas, you know. Like it didn't feel like like at no like nothing mm -hmm. nothing in me was just like brah, brah, like you know. But like but what I I did notice that though I was like wait. I feel like I should have more humbug in me. Like I started feeling like it was kind of funny. I like the reverse. Where's thing. all the damn humbug? Where's all the damn humbug? Who stole my Grinch? I want to be more Grinchy, you know? I like, like I want to be. I like. Ooh, I have a darkness inside of me, Stephen, but it wasn't there on Christmas this time. I was like, come on, come on. I want to be selfish and entitled. Give it to me. No, but it was cool. It was like I felt. I felt that, and I was just like, yeah, this is this is a good Christmas anyway. So I was like, you know, thank you, and I gave my parents a hug. You know, it was like you know, went back, playing with my, playing with Atlas and stuff. So I'm running around the house with Atlas. Like my mom at some point, she's like, hey, did you did you like your Christmas stuff? And I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, I like the socks. Thank you. You know, I was like, yeah, thank you. And she's like, well, and she's looking at me and she, I, she's like, what, where's your other stuff? And I was like, 
I got so, so I'm just like I was like yeah I'm like other stuff I got socks and a toaster mom and she's like no you didn't and I was like no I mean I did that's what I opened and they have my name on it you know I was like you can't take my socks and my toaster mom to mine so she's like oh no hang on so she goes to the room and she's gone for like five ten minutes I don't know she's just gone like they're looking for stuff or something you know so she comes back with an envelope and she's like we were supposed to put this on the tree I'm so sorry we, we forgot and this is like hours and hours later you know so she she gives it to me and they're just like several gift cards in there for like various places and i was like oh oh that's awesome so yeah, like so it, like it, it, it was not a complete bus right so like in so like they bought my brother a bunch of stuff for like the baby and just like some clothes and stuff like that but for me they were just like here are some gift cards because like can't shop for you because i mean look at you you're wearing a shirt with a viking riding ostriches we can't. <laughs> did you have anything about christmas that, like you wanted to talk about no, the my dad was there. Uh, it was it was a pretty you know we we made a twenty four pound prime rib and it was all gone by the end of the night, believe it or not. But we had a lot of people over, a lot of family over. Um, the girls got super spoiled. We don't even buy our kids much anymore because like everyone, Tina's, Tina's mom always like gives them like two Christmases somehow, and then uh, Tina's grandparents give them a whole Christmas. I mean, they, Tina's uh, my sister in law slash Tina's sister in law. I mean every house they go to they get like five or six gifts so it's just wow we don't it's even like, it's like halloween christmas like there's like a bowl of gifts and yeah dump them into the yeah bed. it's literally what happens and like we literally donate like their whole room of toys away and then they get the new toys and then we like it, it's at yeah. least good because we really do donate like every couple months we're just dropping bags of toys places but it's nuts, dude. They get so spoiled. That's cool, though. I'm glad they had a good Christmas, dude. They had a great Christmas. Did Tina have a good Christmas? Did she like everything? Tina did, and but Tina actually got me like a Boss digital processing pedal. Cool. So it's got like all the effects in it. So I can actually probably plug that right into my computer and use that. Like there's like wah effects, tuner, all the all the effects oh, I, I have also. Dude, that's but awesome. it's, it's got all of them built in. So she got me that effects pedal. She yeah, she got me some awesome stuff. And then I got her some pretty cool stuff too. I got her, we have matching Goku and Vegeta fist bumping oh, cell phone cases. Now. I love that. We all had a very awesome Christmas morning. We, you know, went and had breakfast at her brother's. Then I came home and started cooking the prime rib. And then we had awesome dinner. Christmas Eve was amazing. We went to her grandparents' house. We, they always make a sausage lasagna on Christmas Eve. So we mm -hmm. had like lasagna, all that good stuff. So yeah, it, it was a busy weekend, but we had a blast for sure. But yes, moving on from the holiday weekend. Steven, okay. Well, like I was saying, so speaking of like taking on a character and becoming a, like a different version of yourself, uh, you know, sometimes it's through choice and sometimes it's through necessity. You know, like, like so some people have greatness <laughs> thrust upon them. Um, Steven, if you found out that the world was going, not, not that you were going to die in six months, but that the world was coming to an end in six months, how do you think your life would change now? In the immediate next month, how would your life change? It would probably have to change pretty drastically, right? Like job is gone. Don't need that anymore. Like everything's over in six months. My house can last that long. Like we yeah. can just, yeah, I think I would like completely reevaluate like what we're doing. I don't even know what I would do if I knew it was ending in six months for right? sure. See, like, so I watched the movie Don't Look Up, which like I, I know we can't talk about because you haven't seen it. And also it's mm -hmm. like it's it's relatively new. So I like I don't want to spoil it or anything. But like the synopsis is basically that people find out that there's a comet coming. The world is going to have an extinction level event uh, within a, you know so many months and they know it. But it's it's a very 
close parallel to a lot of stuff that's going on right now. Uh, it's like, you know, an analog to uh, COVID and other, you know, situations and how it's dealt with in social media and how people uh, fight and argue and like splinter and have different ideas of and perceptions and perspectives of how to deal with those situations. But like, you know, from denial to like, like extreme, you know, like passion about the thing, like, what do you do? Um, but where I went was just like, man like i there's, there's like you said like work is out the window right but i don't have enough food to last me six months like in my house right now you know what i mean so i'm like now in this in this particular like scenario you're giving me am is am i the only one that knows or does the whole world know that's, with me? okay i'm glad you asked that because like that's i guess that's that's like that does change because literally finding out the world's gonna end it becomes a zombie apocalypse like it, there exactly. would be tribes of people there would yeah. be like it would immediately descend into chaos like it kind of does in Walking Dead, I would imagine. It would, like, I really, I really think it would. Like, I think if we all knew the world would end in six months, people would just, like, I, as much as I would, at, at like, currently wouldn't go into a store and just steal things because of, like, the butterfly effect, like, distributed causality. If I'm going there and I take a bunch of stuff, uh, it affects everyone, like, you know, it affects their money and it affects the people who can work and affects the hours and affects, and if everyone does that, it would be chaos and the worst situation in the world. So because I want the world to not be utter chaos and the worst thing ever, I don't just go in there and steal everything I want. However, if the world's going to end in six months and I know that their business isn't going to matter at all, could I just go in there and grab six months worth of food? You know, like, to, like you know, a lot of frozen foods, of course, but like, but it's weird, you know, like, how much would I steal and how would I do it? Would I just want, you know, it's just so interesting to think about that stuff because there's no chance I would work retail if I knew the world was going to end in six months. No. Um, it drives me crazy, though, dude, because I was thinking about it and, like, I think there's a, and the reason I specified uh, that you're, not that you're going to die, but that the world's going to end is because it's such a different thing, you know? Like, if I knew I was going to die in six months, I'd probably still work on the book we're working on now. Like, I'd, I'd still want to write something or make something mm -hmm. or do something. I'm not sure what I would do. Like, as someone but if there's like, nothing to, if there's nothing to leave a legacy or anything to, yeah, everything's gone. It, it's so interesting, dude, because, like, I have no delusions of, like, like um, having an identity in perpetuity. Like, I don't think, I know everything comes to an end. Like, at some someday in the future, someone will remember me for the last time, and my name will be uttered for the last time. Like, doesn't matter when. It doesn't matter if I become the most famous person in the world. Like, people are going to forget Galileo eventually. Like, that's just how it works, you know? Like, all things come to an end, you know? I don't know, like... If there's no one to read the thing that I want to express anyway, why am I doing it? And, you know, like, would I still work through things that way? I, I don't know. Six months is not a long time if the entire world's going to end, you know? that's It's just crazy. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I don't even know what I do. I feel like, like, because you, you, like, I think that the easy go-tos are, like, if no one else knows, you'd want to, like, travel and see things or, like, make sure you spend time with your family and, like, that kind of thing. Like, have experiences. But I, I it would be so rough. You know, like it'd be, it'd be crazy. Yeah, there would be like, there'd be so many different things going on, like thought wise, like, is this going to kill everyone? Is this yeah. comic going to, is it, you know, it's going to dust half the planet, whatever, you know, the sun's going to get blotted out from the impact and like, um, but the, you know, there's going to be, I mean, people are probably going to survive because we're basically like a virus and like, yeah, man, I don't know. It's just, there's a lot, there's a lot of thoughts, a lot of ways you can handle that situation, but yeah. you do your best to try to find the spot that you can hole up in and like live.
Yeah. Would you want to live in a world post like because even if only half the world was obliterated by a comet, that would be absolutely life-changing like life would never even be close to the same after that you know you'd have no air conditioning you'd have no electricity you'd have no like you would have to fend for yourself in the worst possible way and probably be mostly alone if not forever alone you know and then the atlantans Atlantans would be like first time huh (laughs) damn you were real this whole time (laughs) Yeah, dude, I don't, like, I was just thinking about it, because, like, I think about various apocalypse situations, like, apocalyptic scenarios, like, doomsday do's and don'ts all the time, but, like, when you think of the whole world just coming to an end, you know, it's, like, it's so, it's frustrating, because it's, like, I don't know, I don't know, like, I can, I can tell you how I would want to live in various versions of an apocalypse if, like, we aren't all going to die, or if, or if it's just me dying, I'd still, like, I'd be like, I, if it's just me dying, I'm not going to work, there's no chance, you know, like, if it's just, if it's just me dying, like, I'd still write, I, I would feverishly write everything I could and, like, come up with, like, you know, as many things, I'd probably make, like, a movie in a weekend or something, like, I'd, I'd just do everything I could, um, and you know, it's funny because people are like, you know, you just live as if you're going to die tomorrow. It's like, I can't because I have to pay bills and I have a son and I have, a, you know, like you can't. I have responsibilities that, yeah, yeah I, just, I basically have to maintain the status quo if I'm, if I'm not dying tomorrow. That's just how we, yeah. that's how we have to live over here. So. Yeah, it's and it is frustrating because like, I feel like we're still, we do what we can, you know, and like, I, I, I'm very proud of us, dude. Like, I think that like this last week we had Christmas week and you and I, wrote and recorded like basically two and a half songs like i did an acoustic version and another version and we did a country like vampire christmas song that sounds phenomenal and you put together a uh what do you call it lyric you put together a lyric video for it and everything and people seem to love it so dude it's just like and on top of that you got your drawing done i got my writing done like yeah i mean so Stephen and Anthony last year would not have accomplished all that one week. I don't believe so. No. I mean, we've def- we've definitely like gotten better. We're getting there. We're yeah, you know, dude, it, like, it, it I, takes a lot out of you to run run like what you have to run in your life. You know, like between work and like your family and like your children and it it's a lot. But like I really do I do my best to basically burn it on both ends. Like I'm up at four four thirty in the morning drawing in the morning until I go to work like every morning like legit. I never not wake up after, you know, five is the latest I wake up every day of the week mm-hmm. and I'm up drawing. Cause that's the time I get before my kids wake up, you I know. know? <clears throat> so that's yeah. what you got to do until we, until yeah. we like make it far enough to where we don't have to do the 40, you know, 40 hours a week at work. And then, then we're pumping out comics, you know, one comic a month at that point, if I can, you know, Oh yeah. That's what we're hoping to get to. I'm sure we're going to get, we're getting, we're climbing that ladder. We're getting closer and closer as we're going. Like, and you're working so much faster than you ever have really. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so much faster and so much more detailed too, yes. somehow at the same time. So. Yeah, dude, pe- People are really loving those pages and like rightfully so they look beautiful. That being said, Steven, what are we going to do next year? What is our plan? Like, what are your new new year's resolutions, Steven? Ooh. How are we going to, I know, like, I think we're already doing great, honestly. Like, I think yeah. we're doing really great. I just want to know, like, wh- like, what kind of stuff do you want to improve both with the comic and just, like, personally or, you know, whatever? Um, I think for podcast resolutions or, like, we have issues or what we're trying to do resolutions, I don't think we can do it. But if we break it up quarterly and we start really pushing and maybe if I get the characters down and we kind of got it going, I think we can get all four issues of Death Us out next year. Mm-hmm. 
So I think I think that's my resolution is to get all all four. So that'd be what about eighty eight pages mm-hmm. done. And then that way we can release each individual and then one trade paperback by the end yeah. of the year, I think. That would be amazing, dude. That'd be beautiful. I mean, I'm I'm definitely down to write as much as I possibly can and get that done. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't we'll, wait. We'll like, see how it plays out, but that's my goal at least. And if I fall short of it, is you know, uh what, what is it? Uh practice makes progress or whatever. Like we'll see how far we get, but that's my definitely my goal. I want to get all four done. If we could get that done by October and then start then pitch our vampthology in october yep. for halloween for people mm-hmm. and like show and get people like interested then i think it would be huge i think people would really get into that around october like or like even if we started pitching it a little before october to try to you know get some of it done that it would be amazing mm-hmm. but but that's i mean that's like hugely ambitious but similarly like i want to i want to get better at prioritizing a little bit because like i do like you know when, when atlas goes to bed and i'm just like this is my only time to get anything done I feel like I always need like my acclimation time. Like I always need to kind Absolutely. of just like, like kind of like hang out and like get, get, like, get in my own zone for a minute. But what happens is I get too comfortable sometimes. And like, I know I do. Like I'll sit there and I'll start scrolling through Twitter and I'm just like, and I'll write some silly stuff and then people will respond and I'll do, like, and it's too much of like, um, those endorphin pumps like where I'm just like, I'm getting like little bits of like social rewards every once in a while. And then it's just becomes addicting. It becomes addictive. And then I just want to stay there instead of doing the thing. That's a little bit harder, but a larger reward in the end, you know? Mm -hmm. So I, I want to like, I want to try to, I know I still need that time. Like I still need to like, like kind of dip my toe in the water and just be like all right i i just i was a dad all day i was working all day and now i'm 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 gonna be myself for a minute and then i'm gonna write and you know but Mm. but i want to like i want to start being a little bit better about prioritizing and not getting sucked into social media because like it's like twitter really is like this big addiction you know and like I, i i don't like it and i try to avoid it and i notice I've been better about avoiding the like negative stuff lately, you know, like mm-hmm. the last couple of months I've been much better at like just circumventing and just, just completely avoiding hiding things. I don't want to see just creating my own little bubble and being like, you know what, this is what I want from social media. I don't need anything else. You know, like I'm not here to hear opinions from people I don't like anyway, you know, no. um, dude, but I want to do that. I also want to start working out again. Like I, I, I started and I stopped and I started and I, like, I hate that. And I want to start being better because Dude, I like like you draw all the time, and you know, but you at least work. You you have like a physical, physically. I lift. I lift rocks. You <laughs> lift rocks. Yeah, it's true. But like, dude, but for me, I'm just like, I stand in place a lot at my work because I, you know, I cashier a lot, or like, you know, I walk, but it's not enough, you know. Yeah. Um, and I like I run around with my son, but it's not enough. I want to start like lifting and like getting getting feeling like I'm healthier. I don't I don't feel okay. healthy. The 30s are rough, man. I can only imagine what the 40s are going to be, too. I'm sure they get rougher, but... I know. Well, that's that's what I'm... Like, like while I'm... Like, dude, January's coming. My, I'm going to be 36, which is official. Like, I guess I'm still technically mid-30s, but, like, I'm heading toward that late 30s. Like, you can call me late 30s yeah. any second now. And I'm like, like, here I am. Like, rock you like a hurricane. I just... I don't want to... I don't want to fall into my 40s and my stomach, like, just fall out of my pants and just, like, I don't want to become that guy. So I'm just like, I'm going to... I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to become like a the best physical version of myself that like I want to be. I don't. I'm not, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not here to pump anybody up or like. Go, I'm not. Go, I'm not training for the Olympics, as Jim Gaffigan would say. You know. I just want to have like the. I just want the Ryan Gosling. That's what I want. You know. I want the Someone Ryan Gosling like, like when he doesn't try that even that hard. Yeah. 
You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like, like the, not when he's in an action movie, like when he's like, you know, not in an action movie. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> I want to do that. I also, I need to figure out something with my, with my novel too. Like, like I, I feel like the longer I go without working on it, the more I'm just never going to like publish it. And I'm like, You're I was so disconnected from yeah. it and everything. Yeah. So I'm just like, at some point next year, I want to sit down and just give myself a month of time. So those will be our nearest resolutions. So what's in the immediate future for you, Stephen? What are you doing next? Well, I'm going to try to get another whole, I, I want to try to get two more pages done. That's usually my goal every week. So I'm just going to continue to set that goal. Like I always do. And I'm going to aim for pages six and seven to be done by next Monday. So awesome. I'm going to go for four pages this week to be a little more ambitious. Um, I've been doing three, but I think I can do four pretty easily. Yeah, so that's what we're going to do this week. I hope everyone has a happy new year. I hope you all had a great Christmas. Uh, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. If you're only listening to one of the various podcasting apps, please go subscribe on YouTube at youtube.com slash wehaveissuespodcast. We're here. And if you're watching this right now, thank you so much. We really do appreciate you for joining us every single week. Uh, if you haven't heard our Vampire Christmas song, go check that out. Uh, Steven did an incredible job at putting that all together in a super short amount of time. It How was short, yeah. It was like, like a day, really. It was like a day. Steven, like you sent me. So Steven sent me, uh, the, Steven wrote the whole, um, all of the music, put it all together. He was like, you want to write the verses? I was like, yeah, of course. Like, I'll write the verses. And he sends it to me. I expected to like get it done the following day, but I was just, I loved it so much. I was like, I'm just going to do this right now. And I just like immediately wrote it all and just sent it to Steven. And the next morning he finished it up and that was it. Yep. Like it was, it was done. How Video do you and everything? I don't know, man. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes it just works that way. That's what sucks. Like I wish, I wish those like, those moments could be captured in like more, like what was it like bottled lightning basically? Like yeah. those, it's hard though, but like, when something comes together it just comes together and like since i knew so much it was already done like i just i drew that one picture and then i basically just duplicated it like 40 times and just made the one font and then well i made a font and then duplicated it and uh -huh. then i just put them all into iMovie and edited them down to make it so it you know transition yeah. it was quick but yeah if you haven't watched that go watch it, it steven did an awesome job and it's it's going to be something that we talk about at least once a year from now on for the rest of our lives and we mm -hmm. might continue this story and make others so yeah. i mean i only named three of the reindeer so i still got you know a few of them <laughs> left to do so but thank you all for watching and listening go check out our books check out our patreon check us out on twitter Go follow Steven on Twitter. He always posts all of the pages for our comic and spoils everything ahead of time, but they all look <laughs> amazing. So go check them out. No, but we really do appreciate you. We love you. And I hope you have a happy new year. Bye everyone. We'll see you next week. I'm Anthony. And I'm Stevie Wildcard. This has been episode 69. We have issues. Nice. 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 See you next year. See you next year. Even Spencer Gifts doesn't have this stuff. Okay, we, <laughs> yeah. we, we, we've Yet. got nothing. They will eventually. Yes. They will eventually. Come talk to us, Spencer. What are you doing? I just punched my damn microphone twice in a row. Take that, Mike. Hand strong. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of the episode clip, isn't it? <laughs> Antoine, Stephen Wildcard, I just wanted to uh, congratulate you guys on episode 69 of We Have Issues. And I just want you guys to know that everyone here at the Don't Make a Weird podcast just wants you to know one thing. Nice. I hope Jamie, you know, from high school, picks this up and enjoys this episode because you guys met her back in high school, right?